Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. We know this, but we forget. Everything is connected. It is early morning on Cape Cod, near the end of yoga class on Lighthouse Beach. I am face down on a towel. Valerie stands with her back to the vast open ocean. Inhale, she says. Can you feel your heart? I surrender to the soft sand and drop my attention into my chest. The earth upholds me. I put my heart tender with grief against the earth. Breathe into our loss of Nancy Gleason here and of chem student Jacob Weisskopf. Yes, I feel my heart beating. Yes, in spite of loss. Yes. To life, yes. All around me, the other yoginis are lying face down. We are babies in a nursery. The ocean waves rocking our cradle, rising and falling, pulsing, comforting us with a rush, hush as they break on the tide line. And then another sound, eerie, then delightful, then magical. Just above the breeze coming off the water, a low, many-voiced howl. It's the harbor seals, piled up on a sandbar half a mile out. The seals, also lying face down in their own yoga class, the seals are singing. I lie transfixed by their siren song, by their kinship. My heart, the heart of every person on the beach, the ocean, the seals. We know this, but we forget. Everything is connected. I did not know Joretta Jones de Almeida, a local educator and therapist who was memorialized in Cambridge yesterday. But in a piece written for Turning Wheel, she said, when I was a little girl, I had a profound experience that marked the beginning of one phase of my life and the end of another. Before the age of five, my relationship to the world around me was one of unity. I remember looking at trees people, things, and feeling that was everything, and that I knew everything, 
It was as if my eyes were not mine. Some higher force within me was showing me the world. This all seemed very natural to me. For a while, I thought everyone saw all that I saw, felt all that I felt, knew all that I knew. And then suddenly one day, walking past a mirror in my grandmother's house, I saw myself for the first time. In that instant, I realized that I was a separate person with a separate will, detached from all other things around me. I lifted my arm in amazement as I realized I could do whatever I willed. At that time, I thought I was experiencing what I would later call a religious awakening. I felt a tremendous amount of love. This moment of realization, however, also marked the birth of my personality, my small self. It was the beginning of my life as Joretta, a small black girl living in Florence, Carolina. The memory of that moment has always been alive in me as the instant in which I was separated from the vast mind of oneness. From that moment on, my life has been a journey to reconnect my small self to the vast mind I so vividly recall. We know this, but we forget. Everything is connected. We find ourselves today in the midst of the 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the days of awe, when Jewish people incline their hearts to God with repentance, prayer, charity, and resolutions, and ask that they be sealed in the Book of Life for a good new year. Yom Kippur, the highest of the Jewish High Holy Days, will come at the close of this week. The earliest it will be observed, by the way, for another 60,000 years. The fifth and final prayer service of Yom Kippur is the Milah, which means closing the gate. As the service ends, the gates of heaven, which have been opened throughout the days of awe, close. The Nilah concludes with resounding cries of, Hear, O Israel, God is one. Then joy erupts in song and dance, followed by a blast of the shofar. Hear, O Israel, God is one. We know this, but we forget. Everything is connected. While the earth lurched on its axis as Syria used poisonous gas on its own citizens, and here at home, George Zimmerman's acquittal for the murder of Trayvon Martin and the 50th anniversary of Dr. King's mighty dream occasioned a fresh examination of the gaping wound of racism in this country. There was still somehow good news. Good news that reached the world from Decatur, Georgia, where at around noon on August 20th, Antoinette Tuff, a bookkeeper in the front office of the Ronald McNair Discovery Learning Center, with 800 plus 
elementary students in classrooms behind her talked a would-be mass murderer into laying down his arms and surrendering to police. The transcript of Antoinette Tuff's 911 call to dispatcher Kendra McRae is more than 24 minutes long. I invite you to join me in imagining spending 24 minutes alone with an emotionally deranged young man with 500 rounds of ammunition on his body. He should have gone to the hospital, he says. He's not on his medication. He doesn't care if he dies, he tells her. He doesn't have anything to live for. Antoinette Tuff's heart opens. She does not see a monster. She sees another human being armed with nothing but empathy, compassion, and kindness, she begins to talk with him. My husband just left me after 33 years, she says. I got a son that's multiple disabled. But look at me now, I'm still working and everything's okay. She lets him know that she too had despaired to the point of death, but that there is always hope. He will not tell her his name. Respectfully, she addresses him as sir. And then, after 15 minutes together, she calls him baby. Somehow, through his terrible despair, he hears her. She speaks to Kendra McRae, the dispatcher. He wants me to go on the intercom and let everyone know he's sorry. He doesn't want to harm anybody. Slowly but surely, Antoinette Tuff talks him into surrendering. She tells Kendra McRae he just wants to go to the hospital. Can you talk to the police and let them know he wants to go outside with me? If I walk outside with him, they won't shoot him. They stay in the office. Agonizing minutes later, Antoinette Tuff calmly convinces him to surrender his weaponry. Put it all up there, she says, and has him lie face down on the floor. Tell me when you're ready, and I'll tell them to come on in. And then, did you want me to call somebody for you? We're not going to hate you, baby. It's a good thing you're going to give up. We're not going to hate you. She tells Kendra McRae he's on the ground now. Tell them to hold on a minute. He wants to drink his bottle of water, so let him drink. Let him get it together. Tell them don't come in shooting at anything. They can come on in. I'm going to buzz them in. 20 minutes into the call, you can hear the officers mustering to come in. Antoinette Tuff says to the young man lying on her office floor, it's going to be all right, sweetheart. I just want you to know that I love you, though, okay? And I'm proud of you. That's a good thing you did, giving up. And don't worry about it. We all go through something in life. 
you're going to be okay. From the depth of his madness, he surfaces in response to the lifeline she has extended from her courageous open heart and finally tells her his name. She responds, your name is Michael Hill? My last name is Hill too. My mom was a Hill. Later, I learned that Michael Hill is white. Antoinette Hill Tough is black. But she knows they are related. Then mayhem. The officers come in shouting. But the day has already been saved by Antoinette Hill Tough. Love wins. We know this, but we forget. Everything is connected. Beloved spiritual companions, this week may the Nilah conclude with resounding cries of hear, O Israel, God is one. And may joy erupt in song and dance to greet the new year. With the five-year-old Joretta Jones de Almeida, may our lives be a journey of connection and reconnection, reconnecting our small selves, as she says, to the vast mind of oneness. May our relationship to the world be one of unity. May we take to heart the mighty heart of Antoinette Hill Tough. Love wins. Listen. The seals are singing and our hearts open, broken, broken, open. Our hearts are beating together. Yes, in spite of loss. Yes, to life. Yes. Remember. <laughs>